All right, a lot to talk about this morning with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. Simi, were you surprised after talking to the tourism minister yesterday that the government did so little for the PNE? Yeah, I was, because I very much got the impression from talking to Melanie Mark that the way she was hinting at it, it certainly it, sounded like the PNE was going to get more help than it actually did. Yeah, I mean, they didn't get much. Uh, you know, they welcomed the little bit of help they got, but I, I, I was really surprised, partly because of the tone she took with you. It was a very yeah. exciting day. But the other thing is, like, to me, the PNE, I didn't grow up in Vancouver, but listening to our friend Keith Baldry, and listening to you on the PNE, I go like, this is such an obvious community of support, like working class, working class families. The PNE was the biggest event in the families. If you couldn't travel in Metro Vancouver, yes. you went every year. And your kids worked there if they were lucky enough to get a job. And Keith's a good example of that. I. He expected the bailout. I expected the bailout. And I was really surprised to see, you know, yeah, sure, go ahead and apply. And, you know, we'll a million happens. dollars is not anything to be sneered at. And the PNE isn't sneering at it. But I think they really scaled their request to what it would take to save the PNE, $8 million. And that's a lot of money, but. I mean, let me just give you one example, right? The Premier's office budget this year increased 30%. Yeah. A million and a half dollars so John Horgan can set up a planning exactly. and priorities secretariat like he doesn't already have the entire government at his beck and call um, I was really surprised that he couldn't find more money for the PNE. I was really surprised by that too, and I was also surprised to hear him say, and we ran that clip this morning about oh, uh, involving the city of Vancouver in this too. Like we'll see what the city of Vancouver does, and then I thought, well, is this some kind of power struggle going on behind the scenes where the province wants the city of Vancouver to chip in more money than the city is willing to chip in? Like what is going on there? Well, relations between the former NDP. Member of Parliament, Mayor of Vancouver, Kennedy Stewart, and the NDP government aren't as warm and fuzzy as you might expect. But still, you know, the the city of Vancouver has um, its finances are really stressed as well. And, you know, the provincial government, as I said, has been able to find money for yeah. all kinds of their priorities. Why not this? Why try to stick Vancouver with the bill for the p and Because it's really, I mean, the p and is bigger than Vancouver, right? It's, it is. It's Metro Vancouver. It's the Fraser Valley. And, um, you know, it has stood on its own for a long, long time. I just think it. I'm I'm really amazed the New Democrats didn't see it as one of their priorities. I did too, and I, even after that interview with Melanie Mark yesterday, I very I even said it. I got the impression there was help coming for the PNE, and then I was shocked when I yep. followed the announcement later. But more to come on that. I want to quickly touch on this too because Kevin Falcon was on with Mike Smith yesterday, and as you predicted, yeah, there was a lot of addressing some of that baggage. Yeah, so Smith, uh, is, who's an old friend and uh, very good at his job, uh, did uh, ask a lot of the questions. It's interesting, a lot of the, the New Democrats, are they've got a Kevin Falcon a day press release, right? Here's of what course. he said today. Here's where he left huge holes in his position. 
if you had any doubt that Kevin Falcon is the front runner for the liberal leadership, you only have to look at the NDP press releases to realize he's their target. So uh, some good questions yesterday. Uh, what about putting the tolls on the Portman Bridge? Interesting answer. So Kevin Falcon did put the tolls. He says that uh, the NDP getting rid of the tolls was smart politics and bad public policy. It increased congestion. It didn't do the environment any favors. But he said that, you know, the tolls aren't coming back. They were taken off and the public has spoken. Interesting, that's exactly what Andrew Weaver, the Green leader, said when John Horgan got rid of the tolls. Uh, he said, uh, bad, poli- uh, bad public policy, smart politics. So I don't think those are coming back. HST, so Kevin Falcon isn't the guy who brought in the HST, although he was part of the government that did. He tried to save it and failed. Uh, He says that uh, harmonized sales tax on the model of value-added taxation, which is in place most places around the world, is good tax policy. But he said the voters spoke in a referendum uh, in 2011, and they killed it, and it's not coming back either. So uh, there's two items in the baggage train. There are a lot more out there. This guy was in government a long time, and no question, the New Democrats, uh, the media, everyone's going to be asking them lots of questions. The leadership race has still got months to run. The Liberals won't be picking a new leader till February of next year, so there's plenty of time to ask. And what about the whole Maxime Bernier situation? Okay, so Falcon, and there's a picture out there, right? You know, you well, never I've want a it, picture yeah. to be circulated. Him and Mad Max, uh, uh, you know, arms around each other and Falcon raised money for him. So what about this? Uh, He gets asked, what were you thinking? And Falcon said, well, I like these economic ideas, but since Bernier quit the Conservative Party and went rogue, Falcon says he hasn't spoken to him. He hasn't had anything to do with him. So that's baggage, but that's the past as well. Uh, We'll see if he can sustain all this. Uh, You know, he has a record, unlike uh, newcomers to political arena, and he's going to get asked a lot of questions about it, I think. And what about changing that party name? So he uh, says that he thinks uh, Liberal Party members support the idea, and he expects uh, the change to go ahead if he wins the leadership. I'm not so sure. The Liberals have looked at this a couple of times in the past, and they've walked away from it. They, it's much easier to talk about changing the party name than to come up with a consensus on what the new name should be. And by the way, Simi, it is not up to political parties to choose their names. They must be approved by the independent chief electoral officer, and he won't allow you to use a name that's already been used in the last 10 years, which means social credit is taken, the BC party is taken, and my big disappointment, the sex party is already oh, taken. Wow. They had some really interesting positions. <laughs> I'll bet they did. Ha, ha, ha. Very funny. Sorry. <laughs> had to do it. Uh, Vaughn, thank you very much for that this morning. Bye-bye. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun there. Lots more to come on that front today. But the p question obviously stumps Vaughn, stumps me. Wondering when is the provincial government going to do more for the PE? If you think that they should, should they step up or should they leave it? Uh, should they let the PE fend for itself? Email me, simmy at cknw.com. Coming up next, you may have heard about the big fire in the Fleetwood neighborhood of Surrey in the last couple of weeks. Well, the community is coming together, and we're going to tell you how you can help next.